Well, welcome to the Crossing Church Rewind, brought to you by the teaching team of the Crossing Church in Westminster, Colorado, where we dive a little deeper and explore a little further the ideas and themes shared from this past weekend at the Crossing Church. We're also in a new format where we'll maybe look a little forward to, we'll do a little crossing fast forward as well. It's been a while, but we are back, and my name is Pastor Nathan. I am the creative arts and teaching pastor here at the Crossing Church today, and with me today is... I'm Pastor Leslie, the children and family pastor. And... I'm Pastor Mark. I'm the discipleship pastor. And last and le- I mean, not least. Hey, just uh, just Pastor Brian. And you started off that thing in a baritone. And you, you, <laughs> yeah, you, he did. I don't know what just happened there. The three of us all looked at each other I mean, like, who is this? We're back. It's a new format. So I'm going to try and be manly this time for once. I thought maybe it was church softball. Yeah. <laughs> no, that... Is anyone else hurting we, this morning? I am eating ibuprofen like a cereal today. It is so... Uh, for those of you that don't know, we have a couple church softball teams. We play in, a, in a, an industrial league here. Actually, we're in the North Glen League, which is the town over. Um, and three of the four of us in this room played last night. And uh, three of the four of us in this room are rather sore this morning at this point. I, I'm impressed I got out of bed. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, everybody's a winner with the Lord. That's uh, what losers uh, say. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What happens when you don't quite win. Yeah. We <laughs> we did not win. We only lost by was it, four runs. Yeah, something like that. To the team that apparently won the, the you know summer league. So, right. you know, maybe they're pretty good, but we I would, we shouldn't have lost. We shouldn't have lost. I mean, yeah. they, they were a we, good team. We're but, shaking off the rust, you know, next, yeah. next week. We got but my, it. my favorite episode of the whole night is we're playing. And of course, you know, we're all shaking the rust off. Like I haven't swung a bat in three years and I know Brian hasn't played. He's come out of retirement for this league is the, the phrase that you're using. And Mark, yes. I don't know how long it's been since you've played either. Uh, about a year to the day, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Brian's son, Brady, um, is playing on the team with us, and, and Brady gets up, and the bases are empty, and Brady just rips one down the right field line and gets an inside-the-park home run. And Brian here was next up to bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no way to live up to the hype. Yeah. Did you, I don't even know if you got it out of the infield that time. Uh, I got it out of the infield once. It was once. not a great day. It happens, you know, but, man, I'm sore and humbled. Uh, just running around. My, I'm getting old. It's happening. It's happening very quick. I'm at the point now where I've been sleeping my entire life, but apparently you can do it wrong now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very real thing. I've been, you know, realizing like, oh, I got seven hours of sleep, but then my neck tells me, yeah, but you did it wrong. And then it's <laughs> yes. just, it's painful for the rest of the well, week. Mowing the lawn is now called exercise. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> do you have a self-propelled mower to help the exercise? I'm not answering that. <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, wait a minute. Doesn't your kid do that? Hold on. Well, like, he's supposed to. He's, oh, okay. <laughs> he's too busy getting inside the park home run. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, well, we are back finally. It has been a while, but uh, uh, we are sorry for the break, but finally back... Brian can name this song in two notes. Back in a set. But in our creative and worship planning sessions, he's like, hey, can you guys do that one song about Jesus? talks about Jesus. Usually has the word great and good in it somewhere. (laughs) Jesus. Nothing. We have nothing to go on when he suggests a song. So we just pick one that has Jesus in it, which we're pretty safe with most of them. For all the love. But we are back. It's been, what, three weeks? Three weeks. Almost four weeks. It's been a little... Uh, a little wild around here, adjusting schedules. Um, so and it's honestly a hundred percent my fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 but hers sounded just so more yeah, like condescending. She, mm-hmm. She's been practicing that one. She's got that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. I don't know who she's married to. Yeah, weird. <laughs> but 
so pray for him. with yeah. all of this going on with school and, and COVID and how the kids are going to go to school. So my, my oldest, uh, Camden, she is five and she's starting kindergarten. And literally it was a week to week. What are we going to do? Uh, I was adjusting my potential schedule every single week. Cause at first it was the first two weeks of school were completely online. So I was like, I'm going to have to take a vacation week. My wife's going to have to take a vacation week. And then they're like, well, no, now she's going to be in person two days uh, and online two days instead of you having a choice. This is just what it is. And so we adjusted again. And then like the week of school starting, they're like, oh, no, no, everything starts now. And so we had to flip flop again. So we've rearranged the entire staff schedule (laughs) because of me. It's your world. We're just passing through it. Finally, (laughs) finally, people understand this. The most humble person (laughs) I know. Is your head swelling right now? I I have to adjust my headphones. but uh, That's because of all the hair. So we normally would podcast on Mondays when, you know, everything was fresh. And we just talked about the sermon. Now it's old and stale. <laughs> yeah, it might have been old and stale then too. We don't, uh, we don't know. depending on who was preaching. But mm. uh, oh, uh, but uh, so now um, with our new schedule, uh, I'm not in on Mondays. And so we are now, uh, and Brian still uses Tuesdays to kind of study and prep um, to get ahead in his sermons. To Amen. be ahead Amen. a week or two. Don't be snarky. <laughs> <laughs> But I am, uh, so now we're, we're, we're recording on Wednesdays, which means the Crossing Church Rewind format is probably going to shift up a little bit, right? Because yeah. yeah. we're going we're gonna to take a look back because we know that not all of you get these podcasts when they first come out anyways. Um, and so you're listening to them a week or two behind. Uh, I'm specifically talking to you, Truett. I think you will hear this in about <laughs> probably mid-November yeah, at this rate. Yeah, you'll so find it. Yeah. Are you uh, listening? 2020 or 2021? <laughs> That's a good question. That, right? When COVID's finally over. Um, but, you know, so we're going to record on Wednesdays and we're going to release on Fridays now, which most of you listening to this have realized because it was Friday when you saw it pop on. Uh, so we're going to look back a little bit what maybe didn't make the cut, what hit the floor, talk about some big ideas. And we're also going to take a little look forward. It may be what's coming up, a little preview of the coming weekend, just in case you happen to get this on Friday or Saturday. And of course, if you listen to it any other time, a lot of this won't make sense. Just like most of the banter at the beginning of each episode. Anyway, but another to my life, right? Another thing that we do have going, speaking of us all kind of adjusting our schedules and this hectic kind of change of pace on a week to week basis. It's almost as if we don't know, Sunday afternoon, what the next week's going to hold as far as our schedules. Like we've introduced kind of a brand new, uh, well, it'll now be by the time you hear the six weeks left, but it was an eight week thing called the crossing midweek. And we were looking at Brian, you want to talk a little bit about the topic that we picked for this six week, well now six week period, but this whole eight week thing that we we're doing on crossing midweeks, which is Wednesday nights at 6 30 is when doors open 6 30 is when doors open you, you, i like how he pointed at me because he doesn't remember any of the times at Not all one, i'm here from like 9 a.m till yeah, 9 p.m on wednesdays so. yeah so yeah doors open at 6 30 uh usually kind of the more traditional session programming whatever you want to call it starts at 6 45 and then runs for an hour 7 45 yeah and it is still a pre-register we still have yeah. you have you pre-register online at crossingchurch.org you'll see the link there yep. Um, just to let us know you're coming, but uh, we wanted to, I'll let Brian talk eventually. I've asked him to talk, but you know, maybe we'll get there. I'm ready. You ready. It's your world, you know. <laughs> That's, thank you. <laughs> we'll finally, adjust. We'll adjust. Finally, finally, yeah. people are starting to understand, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of my dad. Yeah, <laughs> you would, yeah. That was the one thing on a side tangent. Your dad, every single time he came to visit, he would talk to me about one thing and one thing only. Elf. And it was Alf. I love Alf, He man. found out I was a giant Alf yeah. fan. 
And that was the only thing he would talk to me. Oh, well, that and the Lone Ranger, apparently. Well, he, he true. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, I'm trying to connect those two things in my head, and I can't. I, there's some, is there some Nathan in the Lone Ranger, the original Lone Ranger? Nathan, my buddy, my friend, my pal, or something. Think, yeah, that's what he always yeah. said. That's what he always said to me. Let's I, just go with it. Th- yeah, I think it was tied to the Lone Ranger. But um, each Wednesday is going to look a little different. This is not going to be a traditional service. This is going to, uh, and it's going to be kind of full family, and it's going to be kind of intergenerational. So if you have a kid, we have activities for the kids, and, and they're talking about the exact same topics that we'll be discussing in the main uh, hall that we have here in the worship center. If you have a youth, we have youth activities. They're going to be discussing kind of the same ideas as well. But each week is going to be a different member of the teaching team. We're going to shake it up. We're just going to have a little fun with it. It's going to be different. Uh, Pastor Brian had a technological uh, game that he played. and Yeah, pretty much because you set it up, but I appreciate it. It was a lot, <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it, he's like, hey, I'd like to do this. Now make it happen. I'm like, oh, crud. Well, that's the bottom of the job description. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So, But we picked a specific topic to go with kind of this particular time in life. We've talked to a lot of people in our church. We've talked to people in the community, friends and family. And just there's one common feeling in all of this, whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, whether they're in school, whether they're not in school, whether you have a job right now or you don't have a job right now, there's one main topic and one main theme that seems to be running through it all. Overwhelmed. Oh, man, I'll never get that low. <laughs> Show me. I tried so hard at the beginning of the episode. Well, you went baritone, I think. But, <laughs> but, but so we, uh, yeah, the overwhelmed topic last week was the first Wednesday night that we were doing that. We talked about unknowns. We had a great testimony from a guy in our church who a year ago, his wife had a really, really bad car accident, and there were a lot of unknowns in his life, and he talked about how God got him through. This week, Pastor Mark is talking about dealing with disappointment, and the easy joke is he's a Browns fan, but they have a winning record. So yeah, for the first, first time, time in yeah. six years. <laughs> so anyway, let's just throw that out. But we we thought that would be a good topic for him because we didn't expect this to happen. Uh, that's no. true. Well, Broncos it, fans can uh, relate oh, right now. Oh, oh boy! All right, Ooh, they were just lost four subscribers. So anyway, so the whole idea of being overwhelmed is something we all have had to deal with. So we're going to talk about a, a variety of those things over these next for you guys listening six weeks. Yeah, and and it's kind of cool because we're we're really seeing kind of the the unique elements of each of the members of the teaching team. So you know, last week we kind of had everybody gathered in to the worship center uh, tonight, actually, because we are again we're recording on a Wednesday tonight. Uh, we're actually going to get some of our people up and moving around in different parts of our building. So um, it's kind of a neat little opportunity for us to do. We're doing some things that uh, you might not look at it and think immediately. Oh yeah, that's totally church. But by the end of the evening, you might think. Yeah, I went to church today. So, are we Nazarizing? I mean, our kids are. Yeah, oh, our kids are. Okay. Can you our explain? Can you explain to the like oh my everybody that doesn't know what that means? <laughs> what do you, what's the story behind Nazarize? Why do you why do you call it Nazarize? I don't know. I don't know if it's that interesting, but the uh, the people want to know the church. The <laughs> church. The church of the Nazarene, of which we are affiliated, had some uh, pretty strict guidelines on the whole uh, dancing sort of theme, and so we. We don't, uh, it started a long time ago in Vacation Bible School. We didn't, uh, so we don't dance as a part of Vacation Bible School. We Nazarize, which somehow feels like it uh, cooperates with our manual, and uh, we're all good. What's what's the actual difference? The actual difference? Side to side. Oh, my goodness. Not front to back. <laughs> yeah, you, he, he went there. Yeah, I don't, he, I don't even know how to answer. He went there. Yeah, That's all just, right. Just move things side to side. Uh I, just, I can't say it. <laughs> I, just, I just want to know what it was like living back then in the dark ages. I, I, just, don't, I don't, I don't know. My wife went to a private Christian school. Uh, it was that, a, that explains a few uh, things about it her. It does. It was, it was church of Christ. So they couldn't have dances at all. They just had like banquets, 
which was really weird too. They just got together, dressed up and, and ate and then went home. I like, mean, I'm all about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Mark, that's a buffet for you. Oh, oh my bad. That's golden corral. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I have higher standards than that. Come on. Ponderosa. Ponderosa. <laughs> What's a high standard buffet? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know when I find an okay, answer. All right. Himalayan Curry House next to us yeah, has a pretty good that's, buffet. That's pretty good. Brian will never go there with us, but yeah. it's yeah. good food. Yeah, but whatever. the kids also have lots of activities going on. So if you happen to be listening to this and you have kids of ages. Uh, really, any age below fifth grade or younger. We've got a nursery for our three and under crowd. But um, in our kids ministry, we take pre-K or four years old through fifth grade. Um, and we're dividing into groups. We're right now doing worship outside, which is super fun. And then we're doing interactive learning on the same topics that the adults are talking about upstairs in fun ways. And next week when I, um, I'm on the teaching team to do the adult portion of it, we're actually going to bring the youth, kids, and adults together for a pretty fun, silly, competitive, if you would like, game. It mm, makes Pastor like Mark... That. Uh, crazy this oh, game. I hate this game. So make sure you're in his group. You you all will love it, but I, I start yelling because I'm not good at it. We'll test your sanctification. Maybe it okay. might. It might. <laughs> um, so we just have a really great time um, and we're safe with it. Uh, we're socially distanced as we can be, but it's last week yeah. our kids got together for the first time since March. And they're taller. And they're, yeah, they're, oh, they're so yeah. much taller. And I have this whole gang of fourth grade boys who are really now fourth graders. Last year, they were sweet and innocent. This year, they're mischievous. Is that when it turns? Because I, I feel like Avery's kind of... Well, he's almost three, so good luck. Yeah. But then but then you have this fourth grade switch, and then you have the middle school switch, and then they're teenagers. Oh. I hear it's all about the change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one that got was me. Great. That was well But played. I'm getting some well of that played. as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Been yeah. There, done that. We've got... Uh, we've ranged from topics like uh, you were talking about dealing with... Unknowns. Unknowns. Uncertainty. And certainly in that, that testimony from Ken and Renita, uh, we did film it. We're working on trying to get it clipped together yeah. and put up online. We got to see what we've got. And then this weekend or this tonight, actually, uh, Mark, you're talking about disappointment and that's how, good. Yeah. How we kind of, yeah. Cause I mean, let's be honest. I don't think anyone has lived through the year 2020 without some disappointments. I, so even the last like two weeks, I know. Alone. Yeah. The fact that I have to record a podcast on Wednesdays now, that's, you know, cause I'm one person. Thanks for adjusting to my uh, schedule. Know, right. But no, it, it's going to be good. Um, disappointment is kind of one of those things. I think as a church, we don't really often talk about, we just kind of assume like, eh, things will eventually get better. Yeah. Um, but it, it's one of those, you know, we, we don't want to disappointment can cover everything from like, Oh man, I, I missed out on, you know, my football team went in to like, Oh man, I literally am stuck in my house for six months. Like, I mean, it, there's a huge range there. And so kind of just looking at what that's going to look like and how God would have us respond to that. And there's a huge range of that in scripture as well. Like, oh yeah. That's a, that's a topic. A lot of churches either yeah. gloss over or skip altogether, but like there's an entire book called lamentations. Yeah. My favorite and, like, book. Half the Psalms are like all about disappointment right. and being even angry at God at right. times and like what's going on. And you know, Ecclesiastes has the best opening uh, oh, verse yeah. of any book yeah. in the Bible. It's, everything's meaningless. Everything's meaningless. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. And so it'll be good. Uh, you know, unfortunately, by the time this is released, you won't be able to join us, but right. uh, it will be good. But you can always come next week when Pastor Leslie is talking about the topic of habits and um, addictions and coping mechanisms and what we're turning to and how we're doing it um, and how we can replace some of those negative things, negative things that have filled 
our time and space, especially since March of 2020. Feels um, like it was so long ago. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Like, I'm not even sure. Tomorrow's the first day of October. That's not true. Yeah, no, it is. What year? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Come on, Marty, we're going back. Well, one of the one of the things that I that I think about with Pastor Leslie with what you were saying is 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 I, I've had I've had a, a, a positivity is in my top five for strength finders. So I, I'm usually a half full positive guy, but during during this uh, 2020 time, I've had a little more get off the lawn kind of moments. <laughs> is that just because of COVID, or you are getting older, or is I'm it so because it you're be, the one that's it, having to mow the lawn? It could be. <laughs> Oh, well, well played, well played, well played Bauer. So, so I, so I don't, so I don't know. It probably is a combination of those things, but I'm also, I'm finding out that I, it's, it's harder to stay in that, in that headspace of positivity. And I just read something of like, I'm neither a glass half full or half empty. I'm choosing to be thankful. I have a glass at all. And I think that's like a powerful kind of thing of like right now it's hard to find the positive in it. So I'm going to find the thing to be grateful for. With everything that goes on, when I look at the glass, I'm like, it's probably poison at this point. It doesn't Dude, matter with, if it's half full or with empty. the way that you leave coffee cups around, the, it, might be it might be mold. <laughs> I like, I don't I'd check that glass before I drink. If you need a new glass, we'll change everything. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Please, if you could. Oh, there it is. Some things never change. Hey, we got to keep that one around. Oh, good. But that's good. And we've had we've had lots of extra free time and idle time to, you know, fill with things. And and sometimes Mm -hmm. when you're left alone to your own devices and vices, it's uh, it's it's dangerous. Not good. No, it can be really bad. Did you say idle time? Idle time. Man, that should be a sermon series. Look at that. Look at that transition. (laughs) Oh no, you did not. Oh no! I apologize for Pastor Nate. You missed the dance. You guys can't see it. We need to get a video. No, podcast. you didn't miss a thing. Yeah, you, did. you didn't miss anything. I wish I could oh. scrub that from my memory. <laughs> so actually, no, it was Nazarcise. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Side Man, to side. Side, side, side to side. side. Woo. <laughs> Bringing all kinds of circles in. Where, there. where are we? What are we doing? Uh, anyway, I have no Who idea. And Good then, morning. The, I mean, afternoon. And then following Pastor Leslie, I get to do, um, except I'm going to ask it that it be on a Tuesday night because I need everybody to get adjust. Out. Get <laughs> out. <laughs> Check your email. Yeah. But speaking of, my particular topic that was given to me or I volunteer for, I can't remember, is dealing with constant change. And that is something that we are all seems fitting, kind of adjusting to. And thank you all for doing that for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, which is a weird topic because I know typically most people don't like change, right? Like right. we're adverse to it. Uh, just in general, churches as a whole are very slow to change yeah. anything. And so you, then you bring me in who like, I get a new haircut every 38, three weeks. Well, 30, 38 years. It old. is slowing down a little bit. I was actually going to ask you is change is change uh, a little tougher for you now at 38 than it was at 28, a little bit tougher, but not, not a ton. Like I get, I get like, if things just stay the same for too long, I'm like, I got to shake it up. We got to blow this all up and start over. It's not creative. The energy's wrong. Like I got to, I change things just to change them for no oh, other. I know. <laughs> but, do you, but do you change things just to change them at home with kids who need to be in bed by seven thirty? Oh, they are rarely ever in bed on time unless we have people coming over. <laughs> yeah. But like last night we, we, we said from the very beginning, we'll do our best to keep them on a schedule, but we're not going to be beholden to their schedule. We're going to live our lives and, and they're, they're pretty adaptable. They're kids. And so like last night we played softball and they didn't get to bed till eight thirty nine o'clock by the time we got home and got them in bed. And 
you know, we definitely paid for that this morning, but it was, <laughs> it was fine. I, I am one who is not adverse to change. Um, I, my wife is a little bit, but she's lived with me long enough now that I'm a change for change sake type of person. It's way more fun that way. So and more fun for you. It is. So next week we're going to record the podcast on Thursday and uh, I'm kidding, but Let's go. We are. We started a brand new series at church. We finally finished Acts. Or well, we finally got no, through the we first. Stopped we, finally, Acts. We, we, we stopped. We just stopped Acts. Acts. We we'll stopped later. Stopped. Yeah. Paul and Barnabas are on a missionary journey, and they're just going to do their thing. Oh, yeah. Are they friends right now, yeah. or where are they? Not yet. I think yeah. we were a fifteen-week series, which might be one of the longest we've ever done. Yeah, I think it was at the Crossing it, it Church. Was, yeah. At least in my time here. So we, we, we finished the Acts series or stopped the Acts series, one of the two, when we've kicked off this kind of new series, speaking of idle time. Brian, let's talk about this new series. You picked uh, this idea of idols. We're calling this the main thing. The idea is to keep the main thing the main thing. I think the, I think the key to, to what, we're, what we even got into this last week was just the idea that a lot of times, best example is those of you that uh, know me at all or you don't have to know me, I can tell you I have a little... If there's a little hiccup in the the natural Brian self, it's uh, a bent towards worry, or uh, the holy word is concern. And the uh, the idea that I always thought, well, you know, my my grandfather worried, my mom, I worry, my I have a daughter that worries. We have we have things that we just that's just who we are. And 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 then you you think, well, that's that's the God, that's the idol, that's the problem, that's my issue. And then I realized not that long ago that maybe. Uh, I thought I had a worry problem, but maybe I have a control problem or a comfort problem, which is a little further uh, upstream when it comes to uh, where that worry comes from. So it's it's it was kind of revealing to me, and I've actually had other people, you know, just even talk to me since this last weekend about the fact that trying to really nail down what is it that sometimes takes the rightful place of God in the top slot is a worthy, introspective, self-reflective thing to do. And we oftentimes don't even know that it, I think sometimes we don't even know what happens. Yeah, that's that, that's actually, it, it was great uh, listening to the sermon this week and just going, oh, thank that's, you, Mark. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you listened know, to the what, sermon know, this week? Right? About four times by the time everything was said and done. But uh, no, it's just, I was sitting there and going, this is leading pretty much perfectly into even what we're going to be talking about tonight, you know, and, and just identifying one of those things um, that you don't necessarily realize, like you think you've got a handle on, oh, this is what my problem is, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, this might be a bigger picture. This this might be, like you said, something further upstream that's actually causing the issue. And, you know, I, I'm definitely even thinking of, like, some of my own disappointments, some of my own idols. Because, you know, let, let's be honest. We're pastors. We've we've probably got our own idols that might be buried in a closet somewhere, but occasionally rear their ugly head. And and it was just, it was kind of, uh, it, was, it was a humbling moment, but also kind of like, okay, where do we go next? You know, that that's, that's the big question. Yeah, and another example that I threw out there was, like, you could say, well, I'm a workaholic. So I got a, I've got workaholic tendencies, but really you, you can be such a perfectionist that you don't let anybody else into your yeah. sphere of influence or into your work situation because you have to do it right. So yeah. there, there might be other issues. I just thought my in-laws were visiting. That's why I was working so much. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're on the podcast. Do they listen to the podcast? We're going to edit that one out. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what happens when you start treating these things that... Um, for whatever reason are taking up time and space as symptoms to a bigger problem instead of the problem itself. Like the working problem is a great one. Like 
overworking is usually a symptom of a point of dissatisfaction somewhere else. And if you can find that and nail that down and give that to God, things kind of Mm -hmm. unravel a little bit more, but it's such a messy journey. Like the moment, like I'm sure it was easier to have a worry problem instead of a pride control problem. Yeah. It seems less, uh, less intense. Yeah. Yeah, It's less intense. It's, well, and it's natural to worry, right? You got kids, you you do worry about them like that. That's There's the nothing oldest, wrong with that. That's the way God made me. That's exactly that's the way we, God that's, made me. That's what we think. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. That's the way God made me. I'm far from a perfectionist. Yeah. So Trust me, I know. I check over your work. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's typos. Lots. Of, I cannot, I can't spell to save me my neither. life. If it wasn't for spell check, and I still, spell check still sometimes like, I give up. I yeah. have no idea what you're trying to type. I'm just going to let you do your thing. And the little paper clip hops up and just goes, you know what? You're, you're on your own, buddy. Yep. Good luck. I see you're trying to write something. <laughs> so, but somehow I've made it through. But so we're going to spend the next couple of weeks just kind of setting up the idea of these idols in our life, right? Uh, so we talked that maybe we don't realize that we even have idols and maybe we don't realize what they really are. And some of these things in our life where we're dissatisfied could be an indication of something upstream that is an idol that we're worshiping that we don't realize. And then we're going to get into a few weeks of very specific ones that I think are a little broader that people connect with as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about where we're going and then we can hit what you talked about? Well, I think we're going to, I think we're going to talk about Pastor Nate and I were talking in the office the other day and is do all, uh, we talked about the fact that this is idolatry, but at the root of idolatry seems like pride is always there. Yeah. It seems like almost every issue that we could think of. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, small G God of money. We're going to talk about pride. We're going to even talk about, you know, maybe pleasure, entertainment, success. There's a lot of different ways to go with uh, small G gods. And, there, and every small G God is not something incredibly negative. I mean, I, I actually did some reading. I didn't read, Pastor Mark. I don't Ooh. know if you knew that. In a Ooh. book? Was that but, in a book? Uh, but yeah. I, but I, uh, I actually did some reading on on a small G God of family. Mm. That's an interesting one. And yeah. uh, so I'm not, I haven't seen the burning bush on whether I'm going there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just take your sandals off. If yeah, you do. Right. yeah, exactly. So anyway, those are, those are some of the things we're going to, we're going to cover. But, but in this, in this last week, I know as we're jumping around here, but there was a couple of verses and this summarized, I told the really long story of, uh, of Moses getting the 10 commandments and coming down and the people got with Aaron and, and the golden calf and, Anyway, you can look in Exodus 32 if you want to look it up. But the shortest synopsis of that is in Psalm 106. This is the wrong group to do this with, but (laughs) 19 and 20, where it said, The people made a calf at Mount Sinai. They bowed before an image made of gold. They traded their glorious God for a statue of a grass-eating bull. Yeah. I would grill that thing. Right? That's... So fun, fun fact, actually, a lot of people, when I was growing up and I, you know, this is a story you hear a, a lot as a kid, right? Um, just cause this is, you know, don't do this. That that's the, that's basically don't do this, you know? And, uh, every picture I've ever seen, this bull is massive. Like it's huge. Um, fun thing that I learned that it actually, after they had poured and melted all of their stuff down, it probably would have been like action figure size like this, this would not <laughs> would so yeah this would not have been like you know we, we imagine like oh this is this which you know I, there's probably with real cow action yeah right <laughs> there, there's probably a sermon here but you know it's like they're they're not replacing this this god of the universe who is taking care of them who has rescued them out of egypt with you know another massive god they're replacing 
God with this tiny little statue. Like it, it's not, it's not an impressive thing to be replacing God with, but they go on full on worship. With yes, this they do. It doesn't matter if it's an action figure. Yeah. They still, they're still into the fact that they even get to the point where they actually believe that this action figure golden calf is what actually got them out of Egypt. Yeah. Blows my mind. What they do with it. When, when uh, Moses comes back down, what happens to this, this golden calf? <laughs> you were just sitting there. Poof. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, Aaron said, I just, I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually was going to say I hit puberty when I said it in the service. But well, uh, story all about to change. But uh, but it's. But <laughs> I can't even. I can't this, even this right now. Just send well, Aaron said he, Aaron said he just threw the threw the gold into the fire and poof. Out yeah. comes a uh, out comes a golden calf. It just yeah. happens. You Weird. Know? Yeah. And then uh, how did they dispose of it? Uh, well, I heard they uh, ground it up, it says in Scripture. And uh, in the Weezinger paraphrase, they put it in a smoothie. And, we uh, missed an opportunity to have smoothies available for yeah, everybody to show up. We really up. did. Yeah. Like, yeah. we yeah. wouldn't have told them what was in it, but, you yeah. know. Well, just Here. a golden calf. Does just this a, taste a little bit like metal? <laughs> just a golden calf. It's good for you. It's a nutritional supplement. <laughs> we got you the... Uh, did I lose a filling? <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> I'm about <laughs> two months in. I have... I. One of the questions you asked us last week, last Wednesday, I know we jump around a lot, but yeah. uh, clearly we, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that um, one of the questions you asked is which was more scary or what are you more afraid of clowns or dentists? And like, literally I could not think of a harder choice <laughs> in my entire life. Except a dentist who is a clown. Uh, yeah. But if yeah. there was like a clown dentist, like that is, if, if you get to pick your own hell or hell is based on your fears like that, that would <laughs> be mine. It, yeah. it would be a root canal from a clown for Ooh. all of eternity. Um, but yeah, I'm missing, I've been missing a filling for almost three it's, months it's, now. Yeah, it's been a couple months. <laughs> it's been through almost three months. I do not want to make an appointment to go see the dentist. I just got this phobia. I can't do it. People's hands in my mouth and like drills and also it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, but it was a good weekend. We, um, in case you didn't know, too, we we've added a third service on Sunday now, um, in person. It's a fifty person pre registered again, and uh, man, they're still going quick. And like, well, I got I got this eight thirty. So the eight thirty services. It's thirty minutes really earlier. Early. Thirty minutes earlier. We all felt as a staff like, oh, that's our, that's going to be early. But fifty morning people signed up for mm-hmm. the eight thirty service, and so I couldn't believe the. Uh, Bing, bing, bing. I mean, it was, they were, they were ready. I mean, they were, they were fine. Cause that's what, that's what fit them. So it actually, it actually went way better than it I is, expected. And we're not serving coffee right now just for COVID regulations. So they were like good to go all on their own. Like they were fine. no supplements or anything. No people like, well, actually I did know people like that existed. I'm married to one, but yeah. yes, I don't, I don't yes, understand it. About the 830 service though. That is the only service we're offering uh nursery. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So nursery is available for three and under at the 830 AM service. And then by the time church is done, you will still be home by morning nap time. Like this is gold. Yeah. What Which, a deal. You know, that's 90% of the reason I became Nazarene is because yeah, Naz- of the Nazarene, Nazarene naps. naps. Like yeah. the Baptists don't get that. No. Salvation army people do. What, it can't, it's not called a Nazarene nap. No, it's yeah. called a Sally snooze. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> You're welcome. Here. Oh, no. <laughs> That's get out of here. Oh man. Well, we should just end the podcast right there (laughs) on that note. I don't think anybody's listening at this point anyways. Now (laughs) not after jokes like that, but we're looking ahead this next week, actually this weekend. And, uh, I get to preach this one, which will be fun, I guess. So we'll see how many emails show up after I preach this. Do you have any idea what you're preaching on yet? A jealous God. Oh man. 
Um, you know, and it's, I hate, okay. I've been, I've been wrestling with this because we kind of, when, when we read this phrase, jealous God, we anthropomorphize kind of how we understand jealousy. Solid word, by the way. It, you're welcome. That's 10 points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that a golf clap? Check it. No, I'm checking the syllables. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many was it? Several. Five, several. I think. Several. <laughs> Can't count that high. So oh, no. we, we place our understanding of human jealousy onto God. And what's interesting is that the Hebrew word that was used for, to describe jealous God or this all consuming fire is only ever used to describe God, to describe Yahweh. Every other time we see jealousy in the Hebrew Bible, in the old Testament, it's a different word. And so it has this connotation of kind of like passion and zeal. And and there's a love characteristic to it. um, So that when we say that God is jealous for us, not of us, but for us, that God, is, he loves us so much that he wants the absolute possible best for us, that when we start replacing uh, God with other small G gods or, you know, action figure bulls that are made of gold, right? Um, that that God is kind of saying, like, you could have so much. It's like the it's like the dog drinking from the toilet bowl and goes, man, life couldn't get any better. <laughs> and we're just like, hey, there's there's something so much better over here. You just don't even realize it yet. And that's kind of what we're going to dig into um, with this idea of God being jealous for us and wanting the best for us. And all these little G gods that we put kind of in that place are just kind of lower end supplements for something that we think will fulfill us and make us happy. And this is a God that that even though he's jealous for us, gives us the freedom and the grace and the and the room to say, hey, look, if that's what you want, okay, but like I'm still gonna pursue you because there's something better. Yeah. So it seems like you're ready. Seems like you're good. Well, I, I, I don't I don't even need to come to church. I just got it right there. <laughs> well, I wish we could do like a little popcorn church. Like, yeah, hey, right. there we go, little TED Talks. But uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, so that that's what we're looking forward to this coming weekend. And we've got a few other po- <laughs> What was that? Popping popcorn. Popping popcorn. Oh my man. goodness! Oh. Careful, watch your crowns. You could yeah. you could crack one. Crack Speaking one. of dentists, yeah, yeah. As long as he's not a clown. Oh man, terrifying. Okay, so here's here's the biggest reason I'm terrified of clowns. Okay, okay. I know we're going to st- wait. Is there a story behind? There is a story oh. behind. This. There's a story behind the dentist too. Like okay. my orthodontist growing up, I wasn't terrified of dentists until I went to the orthodontist. So like I I look like a snaggletooth for oh, most man. of my life. I'm picturing him with braces now, and it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it, I still have a retainer on the bottom. Anyway, Ugh. so my orthodontist didn't wear gloves. Oh no, yeah. my regular dentist. No, did. no, it's terrifying. Yeah, no, he just washes hands Why? and he's got his like bare hands in my mouth. And then like, if you've ever had braces, I don't know if this is normal or not because I'm just so traumatized. I don't think about it. But he'd use like this little grinding tool to kind of shape my teeth as well to help them move in places. And like, he'd hit a nerve and like jerk oh. in the seat because it hurts. And he's like, stop moving. I'm like, stop grinding my tooth. So I'm, mm. anyway, don't like dentists. But for clowns, when I was a kid, my aunt bought me these kind of like porcelain clowns to hang on the wall. Why? I don't know, and I don't know if my mom just doesn't love me or not. But she, <laughs> well, I can answer she that. She hung but... them on the wall next to my bed. Oh no! And there, so there were three balloons and two clowns, and one clown was the sad clown, and his pants were pulled down, and the other clown is pointing and laughing at him with this devilish grin. And when you're like seven years old, and just the moonlight's coming through your window and casting these weird shadows on these creepy clown figures hanging on your wall and staring you in the eye. I feel like I probably need to go to therapy at this point. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to change the rating on this podcast because this <laughs> is getting like it was getting spooky, terrifying. I have no idea why they hung it on my wall, why they left it. Thankfully, a friend came over one day and we were messing around and accidentally broke one, which I don't know why I didn't think about that sooner. Yeah, but right. 
Yeah, and it was the end of the clowns, but not the end of my phobia of clowns. You know, this so. this really is a missed opportunity. We could have called your mother and had her <laughs> had her on the podcast. Why did you do this, Mom? It's, it's not too late. But I'm gonna need a couch if we go any further into this phobia. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe your aunt was a clown. Uh, no, the machine's aunt was a clown. There's a, there's a little inside joke. Oh. A drummer that toured with me, she was a clown for uh, Barnum and Bailey. Yeah, and that, that makes really? so much knowing knowing yeah. my buddy now, and and Brian got yeah. to meet him yeah. over the years we yeah. spent in Tennessee. Um, yeah, his aunt was a professional clown, but I never met her. Thank goodness, because I don't know what I would have done. But anyway, I feel like that might be kind of a good place to kind of uh, hold on. I, I gotta know is it. Is it like the full clown getup or like I could throw on a red nose and you'd like freak out? No, World Cancer Day is very important, Mark, <laughs> so I don't mess around with Red Nose Day. <laughs> I don't joke about that. That's so right. insensitive. All right. Wow. Yeah, I need to go repent now. Yeah. But let's go like this. So I know I'm not the only one with irrational fears of weird things, right? Like. Oh, I, I've got a good one. Don't <laughs> worry. So for you. Where, where's where's that irrational fear? Like for me, I don't think it's that irrational. Clowns and dentists, because those are kind of like up there for a lot of people. But like Pastor Leslie, what's an irrational fear you have? And by the way, you realize for the whoever's listening, we are totally setting them up to terrify us yes. for the rest of their yes. time here. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't have the money to terrify me for the rest of my time here. Uh, escalators. Oh. Terrify me. Wow. But why? Cause they're gonna eat me. <laughs> so it was your brother. Cause my brother right? told me that they're gonna eat me, and then somebody got their shoelace stuck in an escalator and got like really injured. But like, if you ever want to see something funny, awful. just stand behind Pastor Leslie when she's getting ready to get on on an escalator. Or off. It or off. It, it's one of the most. I have entertaining to psych things. myself up. Yeah. This would be. I, there was. I was terrified of one escalator. I can't remember where it was, but it was a narrow. Those ones are the escalator. Worst. Like it was only one person okay. wide. I don't know what it was. Like I felt, I'm not claustrophobic, but on that escalator, that particular one. Like I what did- really drives me crazy is when people just stand on the escalator so you can't walk by oh, them yeah. because I want to get off of that thing asap. Too much Pac-Man when you were little. Maybe Pac-Man. They didn't have that childhood. in Canada. It's okay. a private child. <laughs> no, it was an off-brand. It was yeah. like Pac-Person. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> get out. Pac-Monster. Get out. <laughs> Pastor Mark, irrational fears that we can terrorize you with for the rest of uh, so our days. It actually kind of came up uh, on the Wednesday one. My, It was sort of related. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling. So I don't mind heights, but it's that, that feeling of irrational. falling. Well, no, I guess it's... Oh, I, like, I don't know. I will not ride in a hot air balloon ever yeah. in my life. I'm that, going skydiving next and, year. And I've had, she, she is planning on doing that. I'm going to stay home. But li- for me, it's not really the, the falling isn't necessarily the fear. I guess it's the sudden and very, very violent stop at the end. That's really what I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. I love roller coasters. Okay. But I have to sit on the catwalk side. Oh, so you can escape just in case. And if it breaks, and yeah. I stare at my knees the yeah. entire trip up uh, the hill. Yeah. Until once once we start moving downhill and kind of like gravity's taking yeah. control, I, for whatever reason, I love, love roller coasters, but my wife, she laughs at me every yeah. time we get on one. Because yeah. I mean, ah, move over. Yeah. I get the catwalk side. No, I mean, so I related to mine. I actually have a recurring dream about once a year where I get pushed out of like a hundred story building. And, I swear and it's not me. I hit the ground. I hit the ground and I don't splat. I bounce. <laughs> and then I wake up. And that that's the dream. Once a year. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. 
You want to watch uh, that Mission Impossible movie? No. Oh, man, that one drove me nuts. <laughs> I saw that one in IMAX. What a disaster. I did, too. I literally was gripping my yes. seat white-knuckled thinking I was falling out of a building. Ugh. Pastor Brian, air uh, horns? Is it air horns that you're afraid of? Yeah, that, it could numbers. be air horns. It could be those things. Yeah, maybe numbers. But <laughs> I actually I actually thought I actually thought about I thought about when this is a dumb one, but I thought about it, Leslie, when you were talking, that if you were to like hold a phone or even a child near something where they could fall oh, over. Yeah. Uh, no, that's I, okay. I don't I don't know what okay, that is. No, that's a thing. But it is that's a, a thing. thing. Yes. I, I had a situation the other day where I was driving up to someone and I opened my window, yeah. which I didn't think, you know, the car is not that high, but I reached out with yep. something out the window yep. that I thought I might, I had this fear that I was going to drop it and I started freaking out. Yeah. My concern is that the, there's an equation of child, child and phone, phone in your life. Like, yeah, he there is. <laughs> he doesn't have any children in his life, like little yeah. children that he's holding anymore. Right. right. Just his phone, just apparently, yeah, yeah. Phone. which he Brady treasures. That's the only way I can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Uh, well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Crossing Church Rewind. As always, you can find out more information about the church at crossingchurch.org. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to make fun of us, email us at podcast at crossingchurch.org. If you'd like to financially support the ministries of the church, you can do that online at crossingchurch.org slash give. Thanks for checking in with us this week. Thanks for listening. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and families and tune in again next week.